to know that somebody wants to help me do what I love to do, whether I'm paid for it or whether it's just sponsored, like they give me the product, that's insane and amazing to me and incredible and something I never thought would happen. Welcome everyone to season two of the 209 Journey podcast. After a few months of me not posting an episode, I'm here back and really excited for this new season. I have a lot of plans in mind and really looking forward to sharing all the different ideas I have and different news that I'll have here on this podcast. But before we get started with my first guest for this new season, I do want to remind you all that if you're not following me yet on social media, please give me a follow at my social media pages for this podcast. You can find it at The 209 Journey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay up to date on the new episodes, on any live shows that I do as well. Also, with anything going on in The 209, I'll be sharing some of those posts as well. And I'm more active on Instagram, so if you give me a follow there, I do happen to do lives from time to time, especially as I'm going to different places around the 209. So if you want to give that a follow, feel free to do so as well. So my first guest of season two is actually D209's Neighborhood Vegan, Tiffany, who is the creator of Your Neighborhood Vegan blog, which you can find at yourneighborhoodvegan.com. It's a really interesting blog. Highly recommend you check it out too, whether you consider yourself vegan or maybe you're trying to become vegan or maybe you just want to try some plant-based foods. It is an amazing resource for anyone in the area or if you're visiting the 209 because she shares a lot of amazing places around the Central Valley in which you can find a great vegan and plant-based food item options. Well, welcome to the very first episode of season two. Uh, Tiffany, how's it going? Pretty good. Tomorrow's Friday and a brand new song came out today for Barbie the movie. Oh, nice. Isn't, doesn't the movie get released today too, if I'm not mistaken? Or no, tonight, no, no. I the movie say. comes out on July 21st. Oh, okay. Oh, it's still a long ways out. It seems like they've been doing so much promotion that it's like, oh, is yeah, it out already? they've been marketing this <laughs> for a while and I am going to into severe debt because of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that yeah. Uh... All this Barbie merch. <laughs> I, I get you. I'm the same with Pokemon, too. There's a lot of just amazing, <laughs> nostalgic. They're, they're hitting us 90s kids a lot. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you've noticed with a lot of things, right, in popular media. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow, y- y'all know where you can get your money at, right? Just keep on bringing <laughs> all the nostalgia and we'll, we'll be there for sure. Yes. There's no I, doubt about it. Right, for sure. <laughs> we could buy things now. Well, exactly. Our money. <laughs> well, th- thank you for uh, being on here. Like I said, it's the first episode of season two. I got a lot of things uh, in store here and uh, really excited to come across you because it's the first time that I meet someone who's vegan here in the tool. And I'm sure there's a lot of them out there, but, you know, maybe I just have a lot of friends that aren't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, or I just need to be more involved. So I'm really excited to hear all about uh, your story and just all the different vegan options that we have here in the 209 for anyone who is a vegan or maybe someone who's maybe thinking about being vegan, but they're like, okay, so where do I get started? Or I keep going I to these places. People <laughs> plant curious. So if you're plant curious, <laughs> definitely check out your neighborhood vegan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Great resource there. So I want to get started by uh, just 
asking you more about like how it was for you to grow up in Sherlock and also in uh, Balico, if I said that right, because I, I yeah, don't really say Balico. it that much. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, just tell me more about how it was and your journey to where you're at now uh, growing up first in the Valley. So I grew up in, I was born in Sherlock. I lived there until I was about 11 years old and my family up and moved to a almond ranch in Balico, which is a super small like community town <laughs> in the Merced County. Um, but I still actually went to school in Ceres because my parents both worked for the Ceres school district. So I would still commute from Merced to Ceres um, from middle school through high school. And during the process of like just living <laughs> on a ranch and being surrounded by um, other agriculture. Like um, we had pigs near us, we had cows near us. Um, I really started reevaluating um, what it was that I was eating. And I was a kid. I mean, I was young when I went veg. I was 11 when I started really reevaluating what was on my plate. And me and my mom had some disagreements until I was able to find some online resources thanks to PETA at the age of mm -hmm. 13. And that was when I was like, look, there are other protein sources. I don't have to eat anything <laughs> that is coming from an animal. I can be vegan. I can do it. And so... I, that's really where my transition started. It was really just seeing the animals from um, my property and being like, why am I sad that like there's a bunny here that's hurt and dying, but I'm not sad that I'm eating a cow when I have a cow as a neighbor. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that was kind of where my connection to what was on my plate happened. And from then on, I just, it was just a switch. I my favorite food at the time was Cheetos and I just gave it up cold Turkey. It was like, I just, cause Cheetos actually have milk in them, which is wild. I know real milk. Mm. You wouldn't know, but yes. Um, so there's <laughs> all kinds of things that are not vegan like that, that I had to give up instantly and really just start the transition. Um, the way a lot of people do with no resources and really just kind of, um, navigating grocery stores as a teenager, um, with a list printed out from PETA on random um, products that I knew were vegan and then trying to whip it together. I was what you'd call like a fast food vegan where it was like French fries were the option. That was what we ate, mm -hmm. even though McDonald's French fries aren't vegan because mm -hmm. not because they're fried in something that's not vegan, but because they actually have beef fat in them, which is something you wouldn't mm -hmm. know until you start deep diving and trying to really go veg. Um, I would say that... Then through that hardship, I kind of, and not really having the resource, that's kind of like where my blog was born. Um, I started kind of sharing vegan items that were here locally. And as my Instagram page grew, I was like, you know what? There's something really cool here. They're, like People are responding to what I'm doing and people are liking it and there's actually vegans here <laughs> like you said like I'm the first vegan in the 209 you like have come across um I didn't really find my vegan people until I found them on the internet and they are here locally but it's not like we have a bunch of well-promoted vegan events like yeah. <laughs> we don't have those everywhere those aren't in the Modesto B we don't have those promoted to the extent that we do like 
Woodstock or excuse me, Modstock. Like we don't have the, or Couch Fest or whatever, all those other things, mm -hmm. Port Fest. Like those things are marketed so hard here, but we don't really have that same drive to market these vegan events. So we don't know that they exist. We have a whole community in Stockton um, and there is a account and a group called Vegan Solstice. And once a month, they put on these big vendor events where it's just all vegan vendors with vegan food and vegan art and things like that. But we don't necessarily know that they exist because outlets aren't giving us the attention. <laughs> so yeah. online is really where I found the community. I mean, hashtags are our friend. Um, Modesto Vegan, Vegan Modesto, I think is like how a lot of people initially found me. And as my account grew, I was like, I can be the resource I didn't have. I can um, share with people vegan finds, whether it be from a local restaurant, a local vendor, or something I found at my local grocery store, or something that I found that could be delivered to me. Because there's so many things that are online or that exist in other states or other regions that are not accessible to me. And I don't care about those things because I can't eat them. I can't put them in my mouth, so I don't want to hear about them, veg news. I want to hear about all the stuff that's here in the 209 that I can put in my mouth. So I was like, let me put all that on a page where other people can find it. And with that, I created the website and actually had a place for all of my blog to live outside of social media. And um, I found a ton of um, vegans that are local, but I found a lot of community that isn't local. And that's really cool too, like <laughs> to find a huge community of people who um, find what you do inspiring and that you find what they do inspiring and that you connect with um, on a value system level. Um, that's really cool. And I'm really grateful to have been able to find our community like on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. It's really cool. Yeah, no, I mean, it's really awesome how great the internet is to be able to connect you with people from all over it. But like you said, also people here locally and give them that resource that you didn't have. But I, I want to talk a little bit more about like when you got started, when you converted into being vegan, because of course, right during that time, we didn't even have a Sprouts here. Oh, <laughs> and no, with this still that you could like drive <laughs> to. <was> so. <laughs> so what, what did your like, uh, list look like when you went to the grocery store like what were some of the things that you were like eating every month like what, what were was, your meals well early on i found out oreos were vegan which was cool like knowing that milk's favorite cookie is vegan was really cool to find out mm -hmm. um so i ate a lot of things that weren't necessarily great for me at first it was a mm -hmm. i was more so just a junk food vegan um until i kind of learned how to cook whole food, plant-based, well-balanced meals. Um, I would say I was lucky in the sense that my parents did support me and they would help me look for things at like Rayleigh's, which is like a more expensive supermarket. And I was lucky to have um, that opportunity. And then there was like one supermarket that was on the way home if you went a certain way through Turlock from, if you like went a certain way from Modesto through Turlock to get to Belico, there was a certain grocery store. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was called, but they had the first meatless meatballs that I ever had. Mm -hmm. So I 
early on, um, adopted those as part of my regular, um, part of my regular diet. Um, I would say rice and tofu. I ate tofu early on. I still love tofu. I understand that tofu is not for everyone, but I also, along with every other vegan you're going to meet, I'm going to tell you that if you prepare tofu the correct way and do not just eat it straight out of the carton, which yes, it can be good that way. But if you prepare tofu the correct way, it can be a super filling and tasty um, alternative to me or just a protein source in in and of itself. Um, we did not have like local restaurants that had vegan options when I first went vegan at all. Um, it was a lot of at home, do it yourself cooking. I learned early on Bisquick was vegan friendly. So I was able to kind of modify recipes that way. My mom taught me to bake and cook out of a Betty Crocker cookbook from like the 60s. And I still have, I have my own copy of that same exact cookbook that I found like years later at the store. <laughs> and so basically what I did was the same recipes that I learned with my mom We'd mo I would just modify them to be vegan. Like, okay, not milk. I could use a substitute for milk, like soy milk or um, rice milk. Um, and then it was like, what could I use instead of butter? There was vegan butter substitutes then that existed, but there wasn't things like a lot of vegan cheese substitutes. Mm. Those really came, I want to say like 10 years into my being vegan, <laughs> like 2015, like they were around. Um, there wasn't a lot of vegan cheese on the market. There was a lot of cheese that said it was veggie, but it still had a milk protein in it called like casein. And um, I wonder if I pronounced that correctly. That's something we'll have to Google later. Oh. But um, it's casein or casein. It's, there's a, it's a milk protein. But anyway, that was and all of these dairy-free products and, excuse me, not dairy-free, non-dairy. Non-dairy can still have milk protein in it legally. Oh. They can call it non-dairy and it could still have a milk protein. That's why you'll see like non-dairy creamers that still have um, a dairy ingredient in there. And it's because as long as it doesn't have like the lactose in it, mm. we'll call it that. So that's interesting. Um yeah. So what did I eat back then? Um, a whole lot of figured out. I, I mean, it was like French fries and rice and tofu and vegetables. And in my twenties, I was like a fit, a fitness person and like worked at a gym and like was, um, was like a, a fit. We had like, um, a, a diet program. And like, so I helped with that and that really going through that program and learning, um, all about well-balanced meals really helped me in general as a vegan. And I really, I mean, I would, I would say anyone who's looking towards trying to be vegan, someone who's plant curious, someone who wants to look towards a plant-based lifestyle, um, really look into whole food plant-based meals before you dive into all of the alternatives and things like that, because that's truly where you're going to get the most like health benefits, like mm -hmm. beans and rice and vegetables, like those are great for you. And that's going to be a great way to get your body um, used to eating all of those things. And then you can try it and add in all those alternatives um, as you go. But for some people, that's the only way that they're going to try a vegan. So mm -hmm. that's why that's one of the major things that I promote on my page is 
like alternatives to beef, alternatives to chicken, alternatives to eggs. There's so many things now that didn't exist mm. that in 2005 that do now, which is why I'm like so excited. And I'm all of these products biggest fan because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe like I haven't had a hard boiled egg in 18 years now. And they just created like wonder eggs, the new like vegan hard boiled egg. And I was like, oh. what? And then in March, I got to go to this tasting for the newest, um, it's the newest vegan egg alternative. They make a poached egg and a fried egg. And it's, oh. it's by a brand called Yo Egg. And I actually just got some in the mail from the company to post about. And I can't wait to share that with everybody. But it was like the first time I had a fried egg in 18 years. It was insane. So what did I eat? What did I eat in 2005 is not the way that I eat today in 2023. <laughs> I don't want to promote how I ate in 2005 because it was just like I was a teenager trying to figure it out on my own and I was trying to be vegan and I was and it but it was hard and man and do I learned quick that fast food places change recipes of stuff kind of frequently, like more frequently than you'd realize. So it's like important to stay up to date on what's going on at fast food places. But luckily in 2023, we have so many vegan alternatives like at Burger King and Papa Murphy's and mm -hmm. like anywhere, anywhere they, they can whip up something vegan. And it did take in 2005, it did take a lot of my um, knowledge from first going vegan to um carry over into being vegan now that's very helpful like learning what things to ask about at certain restaurants like mm. when you go to a mexican restaurant to ask about how they cook their rice because things that, that if you're not familiar with a cuisine you wouldn't necessarily know they might use chicken stock mm. you might not know that they use dairy so things like that or when you're eating asian food to ask about things beyond meat and dairy there's oyster there's clam there's fish sauce there's um and those are things that i learned really early on that i think um help me help others today <laughs> mm. um because those are things that i think not everybody thinks about and that's why it's really important to know where the vegan options are in your area and um to have a resource to <laughs> direct you and i really think it's cool that we have a community that does that for each other now and it's not just me i mean we're all we're all sharing this all over the place and other people's recommendations are what lead me to trying something. And it's like, um, yeah, my platform's growing and it's big, but we're all doing it together as a community mm -hmm. of plant-based or plant curious or vegans. Yeah, no, well, that's really great that like you are sharing all this experience that you had to go through. And I mean, it's tough for someone at the age that you went vegan to just go in that direction, right? And to go, like you said, like 10 years with having this other diet, but then once products started rolling in, actually having a diet that you probably enjoy a lot more <laughs> than that one yeah. too. So it's, I, I can imagine the struggle and doing that too, but it's good that you have this resource now where you're able to, you know, share this with everyone. And I know on Instagram as well. And I, I want to touch a little bit more on Instagram because I know you have quite a following there and you were mentioning that you know companies kind of send you product and you do your review on them and all that so I want to know like what was the first product that you got sent and like how did you feel I mean I guess just getting reached out to the, the first time um I would say 
I'm gonna have to think about that. It's I have to think about what it was. Well, okay, or maybe yeah. one of the first ones, maybe you remember, like early on. <laughs> I I mean I would say anytime a brand it, I I would say that I feel the same now when a brand reaches out to me and wants to collaborate mm. with me that I did the first time. <laughs> so I I guess I kind of had a hard time answering that only because. It's amazing every single time to be mm -hmm. recognized and for someone to be like, we love what you're doing and we recognize what you're doing. Mm. Can we be a part of it? And that's like amazing. <laughs> so yeah. to know that somebody wants to help me do what I love to do, whether I'm paid for it or whether it's just sponsored, like they give me the product, that's insane and amazing to me and incredible and something I never thought would happen. And I still mm -hmm. am at a state where I'm like, what so, <laughs> yeah. so I, I still feel like it's the first time every time and like I recently I recently had a brand there's a brand called swoon they make sugar-free beverages um specifically like lemonade based mm -hmm. beverages or teas and it's sugar it's zero sugar but it's sweetened with monk fruit and so they're just natural. They're just naturally mm -hmm. vegan. Like they don't market themselves as vegan, but they are. Mm -hmm. um, they market themselves as being like diabetic friendly and that. Mm -hmm. But they just did a collab with Barbie, oh. and <laughs> so they came out with this pink Barbie lemonade. And I was like, "What? Like this is so cool!" And I actually saw it when I went to this expo that we can touch on in a minute. But like during March, but they just released it now, like to be sold, like because of this Barbie movie coming out. Hmm. so they had this pack of like six that you get stickers and all this stuff and there were people posting about it and then like the brand was reposting and I was like what like how do I get that like how do I buy that hmm. and they said oh you can't buy it but we we want to send you one and I was like oh okay so that was one of the hmm. that like made me want to cry because I'm like oh my god this brand <laughs> works with Barbie so I'm like with like with transference I'm now working with Barbie <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> so with Spoon and Barbie, I was able to get a product. And I think that that's cool. And um, but brands will reach out to me, they'll see my work and they'll say, Hey, have you tried us? Or they'll say, or they'll see that I have tried them and they'd mm. be like, We'd love to send you this. And I say, Yes, please. Sometimes I don't say yes, please, because it's something that doesn't really align mm. with my brand, or it's just like, even if it's vegan, it's just, like, this isn't really going to work. Like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> so oh, yeah. There's things that I won't, and I will only post about things that I like. So if I know in advance that I might not like something, um, I won't make that agreement. And if I don't like it, then I will say, hey, I'm not going to post this. I think that's but good. That's that's responsible <laughs> influencing right there, right? So Because you hear all the stories, right? I mean, there's other influencers out there who are like, oh, yeah, they're going to pay me for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll say it's great. Like, I'm getting paid for it. So I'll say yeah, anything is great. And it's things damaging. that I've been offered and it's just like, no, or it's just, there's a lot of things that are vegan but are um, promoting like weight loss or something mm -hmm. like that. And, and I am anti-doing that <laughs> because mm -hmm. we come from such a culture that um, mm -hmm. shames people's bodies. Mm -hmm. So I'm really anti that. Um, so if there's a product that that's kind of their messaging, that's, I generally try to steer away from that unless it is of course a product that I absolutely love. 
and then it happens to also have that. But if a product reaches out to me and that's their messaging, that's not, it's not for me. And I probably wouldn't try a product that had that messaging. Oh, yeah. No, and it's sad, right? But I'm sure there's companies out there that take advantage of the plant-based movement and try to oh, steer yeah. it in different directions, right? When it's like, I know what you're trying to do is you're yeah, trying to yeah. go that route. <laughs> yeah, it's like it just happens to be vegan. And so they're like, hey, you want to talk about this? I'm like, no. Um, mm. But I also don't only talk about food. I'll talk about like any like anything lifestyle based. So sometimes it might be like a vegan um say like a makeup product i don't mm. remember the last time i've talked about that but that could be a possibility i know i've done like makeup remover i know i've done let's say like clothing like i've bought from like mm. a vegan brand that makes clothing so there's all it's all encompassing the lifestyle of a vegan because in general to be vegan it's to avoid animal harm like to the mm most extent that you can basically and so that includes things like toothpaste and hair care and nails like those things are included mm -hmm. and so i try to remind people and show them that hey you can do all of these things and still do it vegan yeah no that's good because it is easy to i guess not really think about those things right mm -hmm. because mo more often you just think oh it's the food it's the meat but it, it's not always that you think of like you know everyday products and what are and they not made to deter of, yeah. anyone. If that's the if that's the extent of plant based that you can do, then that's perfect. Like that's perfect. I want everyone to be one hundred percent vegan, obviously. But if the extent that someone is able to be vegan is diet related and not related to the toiletries that they use, and not related to their hair care, and not related to the rest of their lifestyle. I understand that it takes time. I understand that everybody's journey, I call it the journey to veg. Everybody's mm -hmm. journey to veg is different and everybody's journey to veg looks different. So <laughs> it all takes yeah. different amounts of time. And it's like, if your journey to veg is starting with removing um, animal-based products from your plate, then that's perfect. But I don't ever want to deter someone because it's like, well, I can't be a perfect vegan. So I don't want to do it. It's like, nobody's asking that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really all the animals are asking is for you to leave them alone. That's, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that's what they'd ask if they could. So I'm here to ask for them. Please leave them alone. Please do what you can to leave them alone. There's all these other ways and means to do it. And if that's not the reason that you want to try plant-based, if it's for the planet, if it's for your health, there are those reasons too. I mean, there's oh, yeah. so there's so many reasons to go vegan. There's more reasons to go vegan than there are not. So mm -hmm. I don't want to deter anyone ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, you you put a good name to it too. I mean, uh, I guess you know the name of the podcast here is Journey. So you know, I'm biased to the word journey, but it is exactly, quite a good yeah. one too because yeah, everyone is on a, on a different path too. Well, you mentioned an expo and i i know we didn't even yeah. talk about this before but i think i know which one you're talking about just because i i know some of the plant-based conferences but is that the natural uh products expo yes, that happens it's, in, oh, okay. it's like the the nation's biggest natural products exposition and i was able to go as press i was like oh nice i applied and they said yes and i was like what and um <laughs> 
So I was able to go to press, which is really cool because pre a press pass, you don't have to pay for your ticket. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just had to pay like to stay in LA for the week. And then every day you go to this huge convention center and literally there's like, like thousands. I don't, I, I couldn't even tell you how many there are because you can't get to the bottom of scrolling in the app of all the people. There's no way it's endless, <laughs> um, but it's all natural products from food to household cleaning to um, beauty to all that. And I went there obviously to see all the vegan stuff, but not everything there is vegan because a natural product could essentially not be vegan. Uh, but a lot of the products there are plant-based or vegan especially because that's the direction we're headed. And that's also just mm -hmm. a huge wave trend in the market right now. But it's a trend because that's the future, guys. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, it was really cool. I got to see all these new products that are coming out. I got to attend that tasting and try the yo egg with the fried egg and the poached egg. I was invited to go to that um, because I was on the like the press list. And then... Um, I got to meet a lot of brands in person. Mm -hmm. There's a brand called Mighty Yum, and they're like a vegan Lunchable. It's like the first ever vegan Lunchable, mm -hmm. and they're finally popping into stores. Mm -hmm. um, I got to meet them in person. I'd worked with them um, like kind of online, and then I got to meet them in person. I got to meet a company called Cot Yes. They are actually from Germany. It's a plant-based like candy company. And about two years ago, they brought their product to America. And so I've been like communicating with them online. It was cool to meet them in person. Um, yeah, it was Natural Products Expo West. I am so going next year. I'm going to apply and hopefully they accept me. But my goal is to go again next year. It was insane. It was like, I don't know how I was able to even walk at the end of the day. There's so many booths. <laughs> so many kinds of products like every kind everything that you could imagine now could make a plant milk there's hazelnut milk macadamia mm. nut milk pistachio <laughs> milk it's like there's no reason to drink from a cow anymore they have everything they had like multiple kinds of vegan fish like salmon mm. tuna octopus um shrimp crab like mind-blowing everything they have mm. literally everything and it was so cool and they also do these like extravagant booths that are set up all wild and um that was like my one of my first big events because of my blog that I got to go to I would say the other one that was really big that I got to go to was um also in LA I got to attend I was invited to attend the premiere of the world's first all vegan cooking show it's called Peeled mm. and it was at the Directors Guild of America and we got to sit in the director's guild of America and like watch it on the screen with the people who were in it. So it was cool because we got to like watch it with the chefs. We got to watch like the first two episodes of the show. And um, it's, it's put on by this app called V kind. It's called the V kind app, like V vegan kind app. Mm. And th this is an app that if you d were to download it or look at their website, Basically, you can use it whenever, wherever you're located, and you can find all the vegan-owned and run businesses in your area. So it could be like mm -hmm. an all-vegan restaurant, or it could be like a vegan fitness person. So it could be like where you find your next personal trainer that's vegan, or you could mm -hmm. find like a cosmetologist that's vegan. 
Nice. That's an interesting, really clever name too that they chose for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a double meaning. <laughs> yeah. Of sorts really too. Well, that's really awesome. I mean, I, I've always wanted to go to that, but every time I stop by, and look at the tickets, I'm like, well, that's really expensive. I think oh, I'll just read about it. I think I'll, I'll pass on that. <laughs> I didn't even think you could. I thought you couldn't even attend if you weren't like in the industry, but I guess mm -hmm. there are guest tickets, but they are wow. So yeah, I've seen them before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy moly. And what's crazy is like, I'm there as press, but in order to get to the convention, you have to go and get on a bus at the Angel Stadium. And everybody has to do that. So that's the people vending there. That's the people there working for a business, looking for the new products they're going to work with. So I'm sitting crammed on a bus next to somebody who's there trying to sell their product next to somebody who's there trying to buy it. And like, <laughs> talking to them both about it and telling them, hey, vegan is the future. Get some vegan products, buy some vegan products, make your product vegan. That's what I was just doing on the bus. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, you're doing you're doing your thing there, so yeah, uh, you gotta... marketing on the bus with all these people. <laughs> but it's so funny because it's just like it didn't matter like where you were at on like the caliber of Expo. <laughs> it was like you still had to take this shitty bus and <laughs> drive hella longer than it would have taken if they would have just had more parking. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's the LA traffic, right? I mean, I always complain about that but and they're probably like that's way yeah. less parking at the convention center than they would ever have there like yeah. i don't understand it's like okay you think there's gonna be like only 200 people here like i don't understand yeah so. oh no it's and then it's multiple days no, too right? it's like oh so many people and it was like the booths were outside too they had food trucks it was crazy it was like i got to try these chocolate bars that aren't even in the u.s yet but they're coming to the u.s oh. You know that brand Ritter Sport? Oh, I've never heard of it. No. Well, that's a, okay. well it's on its way still here. They're like a, they're like a kind of a, <laughs> like a more of a rootsy chocolate brand, I feel like. like. They make like hazelnut filled or like marzipan mm. filled. Um, but they have a vegan line that they've had in the UK because the UK has been mm. like ahead of the game for a while. They've mm. had this line over there and now they're bringing it over here. Oh, and I got what, to come home with like so many samples and I made so <laughs> many connections. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome too. I mean, like I said, that that expo is almost like like going to Disneyland, right? Oh, For yeah. anyone who's in the plant-based movement, that's the equivalent to that. So oh, it's yeah. good that you were able to go. <laughs> I met an influencer. She goes, she's oh, excuse me, she's an influencer, but she's also like a nutritionist, like a legit like dietitian. Mm -hmm. Um not that being an influencer is not a legit job to anybody who has that job, but she's also a dietitian. Anyway, she is, her at is the tipsy kale. Okay. And she said that the expo is her Super Bowl. And I just wanted to make sure that she got credit for that because that was hilarious. And it definitely, if you have been there and if it's, if you're obsessed with plant-based food or natural products, it absolutely is your Super Bowl because it is. So exciting. It's like you get to go see all the stuff in person that you've watched on online. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like if you want to go, maybe just start your own. Uh, yeah, exactly. You or, go. Try to find your way to be media. I don't know. Yeah, be media. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing, though. I'm like, unless they have, like, uh, I don't know if they give you guys extra passes or what, or like, I if you know, need an assistant. I asked and they're like, no. I'm like, oh, oh no. 
<laughs> like just if, you're, just... <laughs> if you're somebody for media and you need to bring extra people, depending on how big your like oh. platform is, you can get extra. But if you don't have a huge platform, you do have to pay to oh. bring an extra person. <laughs> so it's like it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's expensive. But man, oh man, some of those booths are like insanely like decorated. Like mm. it's like how long did it take them to set this up? <laughs> like it looks Probably like a, a house. Week. Like how did you do this? Uh, a week of round trip bus trips from uh like, Angel exactly, Stadium. All bus trips. How the hell did they get it there? How did they even oh, fit the, it in the bus? The last day it was like pouring down rain and oh my god, it was like all like all my tote bags full of stuff are just like sopping wet. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> and we still had to wait in line for the damn bus. <laughs> oh no. Oh that's oh yeah we did get a lot of rain. Yeah that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> well I want to talk about uh, anything in the 209 or I should say I want to talk about any place in the 209 that you can find find uh, vegan products whether it's at a restaurant stores like Name me some of your favorite go-to spots. Let's give them a shout out to anyone who wants yeah. to go to places that offer plenty of options, maybe beyond maybe just like one thing on the menu. Like maybe your fast food might just have like the Beyond Burger, the Impossible Burger, right? Just something beyond just that, but more options for them. So my favorite local vegan spot is TNK Vegan Cafe. It's um across, it's like on, I don't know where it is. It's TNK Vegan Cafe. It's yeah, the downtown Modesto. Yeah. It's a downtown across the street from a park. Um, I have no idea what street it's on, but it's in like downtown. Grisada um, Park is right there. That's, that's what it is. There yeah. you go. I don't know the street either. I forgot. But, but they're also on delivery, so you don't have to know where they're at. <laughs> they're on DoorDash and Grubhub. You don't have to know where they are. Um, they're an all-vegan cafe, but what I like about them is they're not super like health-centric. So they have a lot of vegan options like vegan cream cheese ragoon things. They have um, like chicken tenders, but they also have like vegan chow mein or my favorite dish there is their lemongrass chicken and it's like a fake chicken product and it's seasoned amazingly. You can have it to whatever spice level you want. I'm a sissy, so my spice level is (laughs) zero. But it's really amazing. You can you can get it with tofu. You can get it with fake beef. But I like the fake chicken. It comes with rice. Um, I absolutely love their those cream cheese ragoon puffs that they make. And they have the best vegan chocolate cake. It's called Delicious Chocolate Cake. But it's not even chocolate. It's like it has chocolate on the outside. But it has layers of like different kind of cake. Like white cake. And then it has like this caramel like filling. It's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Please try it. And then... We also have, we did have a pizzeria here called Pizzeria Halt that was all vegan, but they have recently transitioned and now they have both vegan and not vegan pizza. Um, So that's unfortunate for us, but fortunate for those who want to share things with their family who maybe um, don't share the same diet so they can eat together. Um, I love... We have two locations now here in Modesto. It's called The Pho, and they have a vegan pho that is a mushroom broth with um, a plant-based noodle, 
and it has um, like tofu and vegan ham and vegan meatballs. It's amazingly seasoned. And they also have spring rolls that are vegan that they include like fried tofu and the same different fillings like the fake ham and things like that. And I will, I want to praise myself for a minute because the reason they have these on their menu is because I commented before they were open mm -hmm. on their Facebook and multiple times and kept asking if they were going to have any vegan items. And they finally replied and said, <laughs> eventually, but not yet. And then they finally had it and they, <laughs> they were like, yes, <laughs> yes, we have it. Like it is because he kept asking. And <laughs> it's my picture. If you go on DoorDash and you order from them, it's my picture that's featured for their vegan pho. So if, if you mm -hmm. see a pink background, it's probably mine. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they actually use my pictures for that. I do love them. There's also a restaurant called DK Noodle. It's also a pho restaurant in Modesto. They have a vegan menu in addition to their regular menu. So they offer many different vegan items. Um, I've collaborated with them in the past. Um, on like sharing specials that they've had. They're super involved with their community and they are delicious. Um, I would also say, there's somewhere else locally that I wanted to mention. We do have a food truck that comes from Stockton to Modesto regularly. And they are actually going to be adding a Modesto stop as a second location to their menu. They're called Los Maris. And they are a all vegan taco truck it is a pink mm. taco truck too mm. so that's cool and they also started not as a vegan business they started as a regular taco truck but then after they started to change their own diet they realized that they wanted their business to reflect that and it didn't make sense for their business to not reflect their own personal mm. diet so now they have a booming vegan taco truck that's been featured in PETA on PETA's things. They have partnered with Just Egg, which is a vegan egg company. Um, and they have big, big things coming in the future. And I'm so excited for how far they've grown since they've really committed to being vegan. They, they have supported me and I've supported them um, for a long time. And we also have another vegan taco truck. Mm. They're, they're called V Kind. But they're V-E-E -E kind. Okay. They're in the app. <laughs> the copyright. <laughs> they're in the app, not the other app. They're called V-Kind, V-E-E -E kind. And rumor has it they're going to be opening a location. Um, so they're on hiatus mm -hmm. right now. But they might be opening a location here in the 209. Um, so those are the restaurants that I absolutely love that have like predominantly vegan items, but we have a lot of places here too that offer vegan items mm. that aren't a vegan restaurant, like church keys. They have a ton of vegan options. Um, they have like some of the best cauliflower wings I've ever had. Um, there's interlock, there's faux America or excuse me, fat Americana. And they have all sorts of um, vegan items on their menu, although they aren't a fully vegan restaurant. There's Green Grub in Turlock. They have a ton of vegan items um, that are not only on their regular menu, but they rotate their menu regularly. So they offer vegan items. Um, yogurt Mill 
they recently launched a campaign like I want to say like a year or so ago called Soft Serve for All. So now they have Soft Serve for those who can't consume dairy on their menu at all times. So they always will have a dairy-free option. Generally, it's the vanilla oat milk, which I believe is Oatly brand. Um, we have a lot of support in our community from local businesses. Like all those businesses are not chains mm -hmm. that I mentioned. <laughs> like those are all <laughs> local. So we can go places, support local businesses, and still be okay with what's on our plate and feel okay with it. And we can go with our family if our, or our friends who maybe don't share the same diet that we do, which mm -hmm. I absolutely love. I love that I can go to these places and have something and my nephew can eat something else. I think that that's really cool. But I also absolutely love that we have a community strong enough to mm -hmm. support all vegan businesses because they're, they've done studies and like the people who are going to these all vegan businesses are ordering the all vegan items aren't necessarily the vegans themselves. It's people who mm -hmm. are plant curious. It's those who are trying to reduce their consumption of animal products or those who are just looking to try something different. And thank you to those of you who are listening because <laughs> 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 you're helping me get stuff that I can eat. <laughs> and I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I look forward to seeing all of the new amazing things that we're going to have locally as well as at all these major chain restaurants because things are popping up everywhere like the impossible whopper at burger king like the beyond burger at carl's jr there's dairy free cheese at papa murphy's now and i believe all of their crust if not one is all vegan except for one kind at papa mm -hmm. murphy's so i mean look for that post if you're curious i have mm -hmm. all the information um, I have it all for you right now, but I mean, we are getting support everywhere and we're, we have to support them back to keep it. Mm -hmm. So we unfortunately recently lost a vegan business, the pharmacy, um, in downtown Modesto. Mm -hmm. They were open, they opened during the pandemic and they closed for what I had predicted was unfortunately they just, their staffing was just not it. They just, they couldn't necessarily find um, a committed staff or time frame to always be open and have people there. So it was hard to run a business that way. And um, the business owner herself said, you know, like she owns multiple businesses. This business needs to be somebody's full-time baby. So unfortunately the pharmacy is gone, but I, it may be back in the future. Who knows? But I do know we have tons of vegan vendors um, and, I believe they are called um, cottage chefs where you can get a permit to cook from home to sell. It's like, I think mm -hmm. it's like a, it's called like a cottage permit or something. We have so many of those within our community of vegans and within the 209 in general. Like those are the people who you see who are selling food at like the farmer's market or at pop-ups. Mm -hmm. um, they have a permit to sell their food, but they don't necessarily have space to, to do it in. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have a ton of those in our area. We have the eats. They are vegan eats and treats from the streets and they are absolutely delicious. They make vegan soul food. They're here in the 209. Um, there's a vegan food truck in the Sacramento area. That's actually called mm -hmm. vegan circus and they are mm -hmm. delicious. They have all vegan carnival food and it's all mm -hmm. organic 
and they have the best um, corn dogs. They have pretzels, they have burgers, but it's all carnival food and all inspired by like mm -hmm. the circus and a portion of their proceeds gets donated back to animals who are being exploited for mm -hmm. the circus and things like that. Um, so that's cool. Um, we have in Sacramento as well, there's a all vegan ice cream and dessert shop called Conscious Creamery. And they have vegan gelato. They have those choco tacos that are vegan. They have cakes. Mm -hmm. They have everything you could imagine. Delicious desserts. They've got it there. We have in Salida, we have, um, it's called La Espiga de Oro Bakery. Mm -hmm. And they have a whole line of vegan pan dulce. And they offer vegan baking. Um, so if you go in there, they have a whole case full of vegan, I believe they're called conchas. Mm -hmm. They have... Um, those little pig cookies, all those things. Well, so yeah, we're we've got it all. <laughs> you have nowhere to look. And again, I mean, I will say if you're not going to look on my page and you want to look somewhere for vegan items, V Kind app, Happy Cow app, and Yelp. Yelp will be your friend, but just know that if you search vegan on Yelp, you will get reviews that <laughs> some people are just complaining about vegans or somebody's complaining that there's no vegan food there so you do have to actually read the reviews <laughs> so if you want to do the easy way just look up look it up on my page i'll tell you what's going on but <laughs> yelp is a little bit of a deep dive oh yeah all kinds of things happen there too and sometimes you get the wrong reviewers right i mean sometimes it's like yeah it's so all right you really like it's like, well, there was a vegan there and it ruined my diet. And it's like, well, that has nothing to do with what I was looking for. I was just trying to figure out if this place had a vegan option. Yeah. Or, or, or if this place was any good, right? It's like, what did that have to do with this? Like, we're talking about the food. There was somebody outside yelling. That has nothing to do with the restaurant. Like, what? Yeah. But it is sad, right? Because it is damaging to all the businesses to see their yeah. ratings dunk down. And then a lot of people don't take the time to actually look at the reviews. Because I usually do. I look at what's going on because... Sometimes those three-star restaurants aren't really three stars, but well, what yeah. I always say is part of part of what I why I only post the things I like is because when it comes to things like reviews, people will always tell you when they're mad, but they yeah. won't tell you when they're happy because it's just that's they're supposed to be happy, they're supposed to be mm -hmm. pleased with service, they're supposed to like your product. Why would they take the time out of their life to tell you that? So you're going to have more of that negative mm -hmm. stuff bombarding you than you are with the positive stuff because people aren't sharing that. Yeah, that's why sometimes it's best just to go and try the place out. If you like the great, keep going and don't care about what they say, right? But mm -hmm. if you don't like it, then uh, I guess leave a Yelp review. No? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't like it, you leave a Yelp review that maybe somebody might read. Well, I'm glad that things are uh, so much different for you guys these days and that, you know, you've had that long journey, but now, you know, things are just moving up and more stores, even the non-traditional stores are now carrying more product in and at much more affordable prices as well too, right? So anyone could really be yes. more conscious on that too. And I know sometimes it's a struggle for people going that route because of, uh, you know, economic reasons there. So Glad that you mentioned all these things. You mentioned all these great spots. Some of these that I think I need to go check out because <laughs> they're here in my hometown. And I'm like, I've heard of them, but I haven't quite gone yet to. But um, one last thing, 
Can you mention any places that people can follow you at? Mention the blog URL as well. Just name off all the places that you like. Okay, so you can find me at yourneighborhoodvegan.com. The website will be having a upgrade soon enough, so stay tuned for that. I am in the process working with a designer for that um, because what we have right now is what I um, cut and paste together myself from somebody who doesn't know how to make a website. So good luck at yourneighborhoodvegan.com. If you can't find your way there, find me on Instagram at yourneighborhoodvegan. You can find me on TikTok at yourneighborhoodvegan. You can also find me on Facebook if you just search Your Neighborhood Vegan. Um, I also just made a Threads account because that's new. I'm on there at Your Neighborhood Vegan. <laughs> Follow me there. I mean, find me on yourneighborhoodvegan.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll find all my socials. Like, not my social security number, but all my social apps. <laughs> Um, and then, I mean, you might Google it, you might find it. I don't know. Yeah. But the, <laughs> so there you have it. I was recently featured my website and my sfgate.com article, which was really mm. cool. So big things are happening with my blog. I have a lot coming up. I have a lot of big, big um, collabs coming up that I can't wait to share with everybody, but I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, plus, it's more exciting just to be surprised, right? With who you're, I think you're so too. Into. Some people yeah. want to know what I'm going to post about in advance, and I'm like, you guys don't think it's more exciting to just see it? You guys want to know? Yeah, so. no, it's that's yeah, better. Yeah, hop on Instagram yeah. and get surprised. Be like, oh, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why ruin it? Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> plus, it's like if you already know, you might not even like it. You might be like, oh, I knew about that a month ago. I'm not even going to like I'm, it. Or I'm comment. not even going to like my post now because you already saw it. exactly. Yeah. No, everything I post, it's just inspiration. It's a guide for all of you to see what plant-based can be, see what it's like. I take time to make my stuff look pretty, but just know that day to day, my plates don't look as gorgeous as they do on Instagram. (laughs) That's good to mention because a lot of people, you know, they get stuck in this social media mindset of like, oh, I I, I do my best to make it look pretty on Instagram, (laughs) but no, when it's after work and I don't have the time to do that, it is not Instagram worthy. Yeah. (laughs) I think even the best chefs in the world, they they have those plates as well. (laughs) (laughs) They get home and it's like, oh, this is what you're eating. No, why is it? When you're yeah. at work, you're making these. Cup of noodles, it- exactly. <laughs> there aren't, yeah, you got to be on a budget sometimes, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's tough. Hey, okay, there's vegan top ramen, so we're good, okay? Or oh, vegan. yeah. The, the soy sauce and the chili flavor are both vegan if you get the Nissan top ramen brand. So we're good no matter where you're at culinary-wise. <laughs> they eat it. They secretly eat it. They just don't share about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's right. They're like, oh, they, they might criticize it outside, but they they actually eat it. Yeah, I mean, they have to be price conscious, right? Who lives in L.A. and can afford to live in L.A., right? There's You got to find ways. That's right. That's <laughs> awesome. Right. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for being on. And uh, we'll definitely be staying in touch and finding out what new products you mentioned and trying them out as yeah. well in restaurants. <laughs> Thank you again to Tiffany for being on the 209 Journey podcast. It was really interesting to learn about all the different amazing places we have here in the 209 and beyond. And to have a resource like her blog is really awesome. Again, not just for everyone who is a vegan here in the 209, but in general, anyone who wants to try a plant-based food because there really is a lot of really great options out there. And trust me, it might seem sometimes like you can't even believe that 
anything that's plant-based would taste just as good as its non-plant-based equivalent. But I, I do have a few brands that I've tried in which I definitely prefer over the real product, right? The real quote-unquote product. So um, really glad that she has this resource just available there for anyone because uh, we've gone a long ways. She mentioned it when uh, she got started with becoming a vegan, how difficult it was. And yes, it, it really was really tough for anyone, especially when she first became a uh, vegan to find good food options. But luckily, lots has happened. And the 209 has received plenty of great vegan options. And I'm really happy to see all these different restaurants offering them. And glad that she gave a shout out to a lot of these uh, awesome places, which I'll have to go try myself. I, I've gone, I think, to only very few of the ones she mentioned. So I'm really looking forward to um, having the chance to uh, check out more of the spots that she mentioned. So to everyone listening right now, if you haven't followed the podcast yet on your favorite app, I highly recommend you do so, whether it's as follow, subscribe, or another word, wherever you might be listening. It really helps out a lot. And it also helps you uh, get alerted anytime I post a new episode, which I'm going to try to go back to the weekly schedule that I had previously so you'll definitely want to be subscribed so you get notified whenever a new episode gets posted. I do have a few episodes already uh, scheduled out. In fact, I have some already recorded as well. So I'm definitely going to be on a weekly schedule now. And I'm really looking forward uh, to uh, this new season. And as I mentioned the first season, if you have any suggestion for guests, whether you know them or maybe you don't know them, but you heard about them and you would really uh, want their story to be told here on the podcast, then please feel free to send me a message at the 209 journey again on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I would really appreciate that. It really helps me out a lot. I'm always trying to look for more guests, but some of y'all have sometimes sent me messages and it's helped me out because I've been able to meet really awesome people and even brought them here on the show as well. So again, feel free to do so. This is the podcast for anyone from the 209 or people who moved to the 209. I want to hear everyone's story, whether you grew up here or um, you moved over here. I want to know what you have going on and uh, what you have to share with everyone in the 209 and beyond, because I know there's listeners that are outside the 209, and we really thank you as well for taking the time to get to know more of this error code, which a lot of us call home. And that has a lot of amazing people that we met in season one, that we're going to meet here in season two, and that we're just going to continue to meet beyond any future seasons because everyone has an awesome story to tell. And we're here to make sure that it gets told and that uh, people can see what people in the 209 are doing for the world. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the episode tonight. Greatly appreciate it as always. And I'll see you next week here on the 209 Journey Podcast.